Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. I'm so excited about this episode. Karina and I met about a year ago at an event that we were both training for. I actually was pregnant during that event, so I actually couldn't do the endurance thing, which was quite, ah, annoying, but like exciting at the same time because I was obviously pregnant, but annoying because I had trained for this endurance thing and then couldn't do it. But we had met there and I heard her birth story and just was so inspired by it. And I've seen her firsthand like exponentially grow and grow and grow in her business. And I know she has kids and I know she's juggling it all and balancing it all and like rocking it. And I'm just so excited for this episode. So here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Karina. So excited to have you here today. Thank you, Melaine. I'm so excited too. This is going to be great. <laughs> going to be so exciting. Uh, you know, it's funny, like as we're recording this, I'm thinking, I think last year at this time was when you and I were both at Jesse's house doing Hell yes. on the Hill. I mean, I didn't do Hell on the Hill. You did it because I was doing that at the time. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It is. It's just a year ago. Yeah. Oh, my God. Time. Um, And so I'm so excited to have you here because I remember actually there, we were on like a boat ride or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you were kind of talking about, you know, the story of the birth of your son and just kind of talking about being a mother and and all of that. And I remember, I don't know if I actually shared with you because I didn't really share with a lot of people because I was so newly pregnant. But I just remember thinking, okay, like, that's going to be my story, but this is a really powerful story. And then my story was not, I don't know if it was as intense, but it was definitely very similar And mm-hmm. with my birth. And I was like, you know what, God, I wish that more women just talked openly with me about their birth story. So I had a little bit of a yeah. better idea. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I mean, my birth story with my my son, Emmanuel, I have two kids, four-year-old now and a two-year-old. And so, mm-hmm. you know, two and a half years ago when Emmanuel was born, both my children's births changed my life in so many ways. Mm-hmm. But Emmanuel, it was, I think it was because it was so unexpected as often goes with birth. But he was like four weeks past my due date and my daughter was really late too. And so, you know, obviously that's something in my biorhythm, it's there, but you know, I was holding out and holding out and at the end opted for a C-section and it was, you know, a lot of factors going on there. Part of it, it was, I kept getting this intuition that like, it was just really powerfully time. It was like, no, it's going to happen now. And like literally all of a sudden that came through me, it was like this, you have a 24 hour window and it scared me, you know, it scared me for a moment and I went, okay, well, I'm not going to go into fear, but I do want to pay attention to this. And 
what I really felt during his whole pregnancy was this almost call it like three-way world. Like I was navigating worlds. One was navigating like being this, you know, birth mom to a soul. And I was really mm-hmm. aware of his soul, like the whole experience. I mean, I had insomnia for the last trimester because the light was so bright and it was just beaming in. I would close my eyes and mm-hmm. all I could see was light all night long. It's crazy. And mm-hmm. I didn't sleep. There were like, there was a two week period where I got like maybe two hours of sleep. It was horrible. But mm-hmm. <laughs> that all created this, just this intense experience of knowing that like I had this really important job to bring this soul through into the planet. Mm-hmm. And when it came to his birth, you know, I felt a little pressure at one point to do an induction and I actually got very angry at my, um, uh, it was an OB. I had midwives, but sometimes I would see an OB at the practice. And uh, that day I had her and I don't want to go into the full thing, but I actually got to express her that responsibility that I felt and mm-hmm. needing to honor that and that it wasn't his way and it wasn't what he wanted. And at the same time, I understood like her way, you know, the medical science and Western world. And they were concerned for me because I'd actually had a C-section the first time around. And I was holding mm-hmm. out wanting to do a VBAC. And they had actually never had a woman wait that far past her due date and still want to go to a VBAC. So apparently they were all really concerned. But I really stood firm. And in the end, I did decide on this plan C-section. Well... I thought, well, this is going to be easy. Going in, it's not an emergency C-section like I had with my daughter. It's really calculated. I felt really prepared. I was really clear on the decision. And it did go smooth. Like the, the surgery part went smooth. But less than 48 hours after that, what happened was all of a sudden my vitals began to crash. And I was like, my blood pressure was going down and I was faint. And we couldn't figure out why. And I could barely stay conscious. And it turned out I was bleeding internally. Now, you know, why, right? The C-section went fine. There was no error on their part. It was like a classic, very controlled C-section. And I was, but I was losing blood. And they quickly, I mean, I went through a blood transfusion. Um, These are like just the facts. Like I went through the blood transfusion. Then I had to go through a second surgery and to discover why I was bleeding. But it was during this period where I was losing consciousness, that I was very aware that I also could lose my life. And I was seeing a parallel reality, you know, this parallel reality. And I saw my husband raising our two kids. And it was in that moment that I got this big message of forgiveness. And, and this is how it came through. It's so amazing how like, God's grace works. The OB that I was upset with, who I felt pressured by at my last appointment, she was the one to do my surgery. That was potentially going to save my life, right? Because we didn't know what was wrong. And when she came in the room and with lots of concern and going over like, okay, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're going to find out why you're bleeding. And I realized it was her. And our last interaction, I was very angry with her. And I felt that she in some way violated me as a woman. You know, I just felt that at, at my core somewhere. And she was to do my surgery and, and I heard, you know, forgive her. And so I, it started this amazing experience inside of me while I was losing consciousness, knowing I'm going to get wheeled into surgery. I've got blood dripping into my veins for this blood transfusion because I know I'm losing blood. I can't lose any more blood. And it's, everything's a crisis, right? And yet, like, God's speaking to me. And it's like, forgive her, forgive her. And it opens me up to this incredible just, I'm in this wave of love. Like, and I can even hear it. It's pulsating, this sound. 
person that I know of as like the center of like all of creation and just the center of what I call the cosmic heart. But I hear it and I'm in it and it's these waves of love coming through me. And this deep peace comes over me while everything is going crazy in the room around me. I'm also seeing, you know, these parallel realities. Like I can lose my life. And at that moment, I release my life. I completely, I, I, well, I go through so much forgiveness. And not only have I forgiven anyone that's come into my mind that, you know, I, I get to forgive. But then it was even like me. There was this whole aspect of my human life of just, I don't need it. And it was incredible, actually, of seeing even my husband's sadness and the loss and still having an experience of all is well. And I went through the surgery. Well, actually, right before the surgery, actually, there was a, uh, this woman who came to me and she was, you were sharing this before the call, before we went live, just how you can have these experiences when you're so opened up like this, where I saw this light and I knew, I knew who it was. It was this woman who had died in childbirth and I knew her in high school. And she came to me actually right before I went into the surgery and she said, I'm here to help you. And I actually said to her, I said, if you're here to help me die, it's okay. I know how to die and I don't need you to help me. And I don't know where that came from, but it was this feeling in me of just power, like my power. I was like, I got this. No matter what happens, I can do it. And I sent her on her way. And that was the last thing I remember before I went, you know, they hit me up with, you know, blackout and going into the surgery. And then I came out of surgery and I was alive. And it's still a mystery because they couldn't, they never found why I bled. There was no evidence of it except for huge blood clots that they cleaned out, but there was no rupture. There was nothing. And there was so much that I had gained, of course, through that. I mean, the forgiveness, the love. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, it was my son whose name, his name is Emmanuel. And that was the name that he gave us, you know, weeks before he was born. We got that name. And Emmanuel means God's promise or God's gift. And of course, I came out of it and and I just was in that gift. I mean, it was like the gift of life, the gift of being alive, but really ultimately like this deep, deep awareness that, you know, I feel it with my son every day, like he came to give me that gift. And it's actually why I know it was an urgent thing. There was a timing on it. It was like he was there to give that to me, but there was a time on. And if it didn't happen within like that day that he pressed upon me to make it happen, I don't know what would have happened. But it was like that was part of his purpose was to bring me through that. And like we created that together. So that's the story, you know, and I'll tell you like three months after that, I just lived in that grace, that that love, that light, it just kept pulsating through my life. And it led to amazing things that we can talk about. Yeah, yeah. I love. To, I mean, thank you for sharing so openly about this. It's so powerful because I think that if every woman could really be so in tune with their birth, yeah, it would. I really think change the paradigm of the way they interpret the story. Like I was sharing with yeah. you off, you know, before we started, that my birth was kind of similar. And like I saw the soul of my son like leave my body, and he was kind yeah. of like in this moment of like. He was just nervous, like, should I come through? Should I not come through? Like, is it my time? Is it not my time? And I had to reassure him. And then, you know, meanwhile, in the physical world, our vitals were, like, going all over the place. And then as soon as he decided, it was like everything dropped, everything was good, and he came through. And, like, as far as the doctors could see, thing was, like, cruising along just fine, you know? And then all of a sudden, they just had this spike, and I knew 
what it was all about. And I think that yep. everyone has that like full awareness and they can really understand. And, you know, my son is one that needs a lot of comfort, a lot of security, a lot of reassurance in doing things. And I'm sure even as his personality starts to develop, that's going to be right. something that he needs. So it's like really to know, you know, when you're interpreting it, it's like, Oh, it just happened to me and that, you know, it really, it really wasn't great or whatever. It's like, no, actually, you know, this is what's going down and his soul is just on that so tender and loving and, yeah. and just needs and sensitive, like very, very sensitive and very empathic. So he just needs yep. extra, you know, mm. loving. And, you know, as far as businesses, cause you know, I know you and I both are, Money coaches, wealth mindset coaches, wealth consciousness coaches. So how has it impacted your business to have your children like mm-hmm. in your life as well as in your uh, running your business, if that makes sense? It does. Yeah. Well, it's been huge. I mean, I know without a doubt, I mean, 100% certainty that it's because of my children mm-hmm. that I've created the business that I have today. And it's layered on, on the human level. They've really given me my drive and, you know, they're, they're four and two. They're very young. And yet, you know, my husband and I, we waited a long time before we had kids, but we always had this vision where we wanted to live this global lifestyle and we knew we wanted to be parents and we wanted to be able to give them the kind of life where we were traveling and we were even giving them a global education and all of that, though, we, it required money. I mean, a certain kind of freedom lifestyle, right? That we, you know, entrepreneurs yeah. talk about. And we kept waiting and waiting for that because it just didn't launch in the way that we felt was needed. Well, I'll tell you, after my son was born, my business grew so much. It grew so much. It was astronomical. I went from, you know, making anywhere from like twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 a year to $200,000 a year the year my son was born. So, you know, you would think, you know, a mom with two kids under two at that time doesn't have time to uh, scale basically like over 100% her business. But in fact, it became like, the best way you can describe it, it was like there was no other truth. It was like, especially with that God grace moving through me, it was like, this is what I'm here for. It just made me like hit that like, you know, acceleration pedal like a hundred percent. And in the very beginning, because I didn't even have like proper child care support, my husband was still working full time. I found a way to to make it all work. I would drive around in my car, both kids in the back and I'd be doing calls, you know, sales calls, or sometimes even my client calls with them sleeping in the back. And I would just circle the neighborhood, you know, or when I had to do interviews, I would grab a hump, my neighbor, I'm going to be like, can you push the kids down the street for the next 45 minutes? And she'd do it, you know? And you know, mm-hmm. just, here's the thing about that, Maureen, that I want to share for everyone who's mm-hmm. a mom and thinking about like, or maybe feels limited, right? And while well, I had my kids and I don't know how I could possibly do it. Let me tell you, because first of all, I said, you know what? This is what I'm here for. It's not a dress rehearsal anymore. Like I have these two kids. It's time to make this dream come true. And, you know, God gave me my life right? Like I didn't die. I'm here. And what happened in in that urgency and in getting creative and innovative, it just turned on. And this is what Jesse talks about, you know, Jesse Itzler, who you and I both received, you know, mindset training around. It turned on that other ear. 
right? It was like, hmm, how can I make this work? How can I do this? And it just opened me up to all these possibilities. And then, mm-hmm. of course, and what happens when you do that and you put a huge amount of commitment and effort in is that grace moves things quicker. It just moves things. Mm-hmm. So people came to me, like it just, it happened really fast. And so it, it really was like a complete package for me. And I can see that now. Like I always had all the teachings and what I do and I had clients, but it wasn't until actually the urgency of having children and wanting to give them a certain life. And at the same time, knowing that you don't get the next day, right? Like mm. today, you know, it's like today is it. And I'll never get it back. Mm. And with kids, there's just some, there's such a life and death experience you have through birth, I think, and pregnancy mm. and the whole embodiment piece that, you know, if you take that and let it really move you into, you know, like this is it. And what are you going to do with this? I love, you know, Mary Oliver with your one wild, precious life. What are you going to do with it? So, yeah, it's it's such a powerful concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can tell. And it's powerful because, you know, I know that you've created some epic results in your business. And I know your business continues to, like, grow exponentially. And you you, you literally just got back from Europe with the kids, which is, like, so inspiring because, yeah. You know, I know that as entrepreneurs, life is very unpredictable and it's very up and down and it really takes a a massive commitment. And then on top of that, add being a mother, you know, and I think that it it can be a lot some days. But I think that if people really understand that there's light at the end of that tunnel, that there's the life that you're creating is one that's by design, not one in reaction to. And you're actually living and like. For you, you were gifted that experience and, you know, that near-death experience that, like, just turns you on. And right. for other people, I mean, like, that's a gift, really. I look at right. it as, like, such a gift. Not that I <laughs> would want to have that, but, like, on the same token, if I did, it'd be such a, a gift because I think it turns something on in you that we that haven't had that experience, mm-hmm. we'll never have. You know, we'll never have turned on but I you know I think it's such a powerful message regardless of whether that switch gets turned on I think that you can go inside yourself and turn on the switch anyway and just realize that like Karina is saying tomorrow's not promised you know like this afternoon or this evening isn't even promised and you know I was um, speaking with someone Karina and she said that she says to all of her clients if you only had five years to live how would you design your life? Yeah. How would you look? Yeah. That's right. It's it's really vital. I mean, there's nothing morbid in that, truthfully, because it's what you what you're getting to, which is life by design or life by default, and mm. that is a choice. And I remember here's you know I think this is pretty relatable for all moms because I did take a maternity leave. I mean, I had clients. I was running a, a group program, and I took the maternity leave, and you know, I was in that grace and I was, you know, really reflecting in the experience. But I remember, you know, after everybody left, right, because I had doulas that were helping me at home and, and, you know, my husband had some time and, you know, my mom and my mother-in-law, but then they all left, right? And then I was sitting home, still on my maternity leave with my two kids. And I remember this day, I mean, I love being a mom. And yet, I was tired. I had been up all night, probably nursing, you know, like you, where you're at right now. And 
and I had a, a one and a half year old who was very active. And I just said, this is not it for me. It's just not. Like I wasn't motivated is what I'm saying. You know, I woke up and I just I could feel almost that like, mm-hmm. okay, so no one's here. It's just me and my two kids. What are we going to do today? I'm tired. Like I wasn't motivated. I wasn't inspired. And that's, this, it just dropped in on me. And I said, this is not it for me. And that is when that other piece kicked in where I said, you know, and I'm also not going back to what has been, which is I have my clients and I, I do those calls with them after the kids are in bed and, you know, I'm, it's not a real thing, right? It's the part-time thing. And my husband's the one making the money and my money is, you know, the enhancement, but it's not the money. When I, on that day, I said to myself, no, that's not it for me. And I am so talented and I am so much more to give. And it was a decision mm-hmm. on that day. And I think a lot of moms can relate to that. Whether you love, you know, we all like, like we love our kids and we love being moms and there's no shame or guilt around if you don't want to spend seven days a week, 24 seven, just doing that. You know, you're always going to be a mom. And yet I'll tell you as a mom now where I, because I make enough that I can have childcare during the day and kids are here. One, one of them's in a Montessori school most of the, you know, during the weekdays. They're here and I'm working from my own office and I get to have this incredible experience of, first of all, role modeling to them. I mean, my daughter, when she, she copies me, like doing calls with my clients mm. and she knows what I'm about mm. and what I'm doing. She knows that mom is making the money. I, mean, I retired my husband. Like it took only a year and a half and I did that. And we moved to Puerto Rico where we wanted to be living in this beautiful dream Caribbean island and, you know, just took our kids to Europe which was part of the dream and all of that is on money I generated through my business because of that moment when I said, no, this isn't it. I have more to give. Mm-hmm. And in, in giving more, my children have actually thrived more and they've received more. And I think that's really important to hear because I know a yeah. lot of moms think that, that there's a sacrifice. That's actually not true. I mean, you, you, you may need some good like coaching or mentorship around that if you're not sure how to make that work, because I certainly received that, but it, it, it does work and actually just keeps getting better. Yeah, I would agree with you. And I had a, a very similar experience. I remember like the first month of, I took about six weeks maternity leave and the first four weeks, I was just kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to go back to work. Uh, but then I got to a point where I was like, there's like, this isn't what I am here for. Like, this isn't my sole purpose. Like, yes, I am a mother, but like, there's a bigger mission that I'm on here. And then it was all of a sudden like this uh, turn happens. And I was like, and like re-inspired. And then like, I feel that my quantum leap happens, like this massive quantum leap where I was just like, I just up leveled and I have chills even saying it. And I just, yeah. And now I'm just like going for it and risking in a way that, you know, a lot of other people might find very irresponsible. But what I find right. is that our children that choose us, us women that are on yep. these missions, that have these visions, that are entrepreneurs, that are out there. And like you said, I think it's very important to have a mentor or a coach that is on a similar journey that's a little bit ahead of you so that you have that support. But I believe that as souls, they chose us because they knew yeah. the mission that they were, we were up Exactly. To. That's right. You and know? that's why there's no shame yeah. in any of it or guilt because they actually right. are here to help you create it. 
And they are actually counting on us to do that. (laughs) Because when we do it, we set them up for what is their soul's journey here. And, you know, it's really cool like that. I mean, my daughter, when we came back, you know, we went to France and Spain. And, you know, when we got back from that trip, and you know, she says to her nanny, she's just like, I went to the Eiffel Tower. You know, it's like a four-year-old. And she's been to the Eiffel Tower. She's locked that into her experience. And I know what that is going to create for her. It's like that is a that is a set point at four years old. But that is life. That is living, right? It's this hugely mm-hmm. expanded worldview already at four. And mm-hmm. when you start from there, I mean, truly anything is possible for her. It's incredible, right? Yeah. So incredible. And the other thing too is like, it's it's one thing to say like live the life you dream about or go get you got this girl but your kids you know but we're actually doing it like you were saying earlier how your daughter mimics you that's how they do it because they mimic what they're seeing they don't they don't listen to this person or to say wash your hands and I'm constantly walking out of the bathroom washing not washing hands which by the way is kind of gross <laughs> but yeah. like <laughs> if I wasn't doing that then. You know what I'm saying to my, my stepson and, you know, my kids, oh, wash your hands, wash your hands. You know, I right. can't expect them to do it if I'm not doing it. But, right. yeah, I'm like, how incredible. The Eiffel Tower, most people don't even see that in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Let alone that. That's right. 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 Yep. Yep. It's a, exactly. So amazing. You model it. And, you know, just going down back to, like, you know, money and wealth and, you know, what we teach on it's an important piece because I know, you know, I didn't get that growing up and, and, you know, I, I didn't receive the wealth consciousness as a set point. It's something that I've embodied, you know, through transformation and awakening and, and come into that experience. And so it excites me to imagine, you know, this whole new generation of children that are coming through, you know, those of us that are, like you said, on these soul missions and we're very awake and aware of that, our children not only being, you know, seeing that they can do that through us, but what happens on the planet, right? When this whole generation then are the leaders, right? And they're the mentors and the educators and, and the bankers and, you know, the, the CEOs and all of that. And they carry not only this awake awareness, but also this just really healthy, wealthy mindset, right? I know that mm-hmm. what comes out of that is that we all thrive, right? We will all prosper. It's so cool. True. It's so true. I couldn't mm-hmm. agree with you more, Karina. Yeah. Uh, well, if people are listening and want to learn more about what you're creating, how to work with you, all of that stuff, where would be the best place to connect with you? Oh, well, you know, I, I would first direct people to my Facebook business page, which is, um, you know, mm-hmm. facebook.com slash soul wealth coach. Um, soul as an S-O-U-L and wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H and coach, C-O-A-C-H. Um, the reason for that is I actually run a, I'm running a new Facebook show called The New Code. And on that show, it's live every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern, Eastern time in the U.S. And, you know, we talk exactly about these kind of topics around what is this new wealth movement? You know, who's creating it? Conscious entrepreneurs mm-hmm. that are really elevating the new wealth consciousness. So find me there and catch my show and it was highly interactive. So that's a way to just easily connect and then you know you can check me out on my website of course which is soulwealthcoach.com awesome awesome you guys and 
And all of that will be in the show notes. So you can always go back to the show notes if you don't have a pen handy in this moment. Perfect. Karina. <laughs> yeah. So they can all, you can go right back there and have the links and everything else. And Karina, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur and just inspiring us. So appreciate it. You're welcome, Elaine. This was really good. It's really good to have deep conversations like this that are really meaningful. So thank you. Um, you're so welcome. You're so welcome. And for those of you listening in, sending you so much love. Until next time, have a great day. hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. Remember to rate and review us and wishing you an amazing rest of your day.